This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tunde Bolanta, as he brings you God's word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen. Hebrews 13, verses 20 to 21. We're talking about the benefits of the everlasting, the blood of the everlasting covenant. Benefits of the blood of the everlasting covenant. Of the everlasting covenant. Hebrews 13 was the scripture we took earlier today. Verses 20 to 21. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of a sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work, to do his will, working in you that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Through the blood of the everlasting covenant, we can become complete in Christ. Through the blood of the everlasting covenant, we can receive all the benefits of the things that the blood has prepared for us. This morning, I want us to look at a few passages of scripture and just share a few thoughts with us this morning. God caught the blood covenant with Jesus, the great shepherd, as the greatest demonstration of his love and sacrifice for mankind by making him our substitute. Someone say with me, God caught the blood covenant with Jesus, the great shepherd, as the greatest demonstration of his love and sacrifice for mankind by making him our substitute. Write down Ezekiel 37, 37 26, and 27. Galatians 3.16. Galatians 3.16 says, Now to Abraham and to his seed were the promises made, he said not unto seed as of many, but as of one unto thy seed, which is Christ. There's been something you are battling for some time. It's gone in Jesus' name. The Lord just showed me that you will have a testimony. Moreover, I will make a covenant of peace with them. It shall be an everlasting covenant with them, and I will place them and multiply them, and will set my sanctuary in the midst of them forevermore. He must have broken the heart of God so much when Adam sinned against God. He just broke his heart so much that God was just like, he's always wanted to have habitation with men. The Bible says in the cool of the evening, God will come. God will come and visit. God will take time with, Abraham, with Adam, rather. It was great. But when sin came, so when God was talking about the covenant, a man, you see, for you to have legal right on the earth, you need a body, you need a suit, a body to come in. That's why Hebrews says, a body has thou prepared. Jesus went through a lot. You will never know it. We will never know the price he paid. We will never understand it. For him to, when he stood on that cross and cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The truth, friends, at that point was that God actually turned his back on him so he could turn his face towards us. He became sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the word, the righteousness of God in Christ. 
the Bible says, and it pleased God to bruise him. Now, earlier, I, I showed you some things earlier. In Genesis 15, God told Abraham, you know, when people wanted to make covenant in those days, for example, when Stanley went to Africa to look for Livingstone, he encountered some powerful tribes and didn't know how to deal with them. Then his interpreter told him, why don't you make a covenant with them, a blood covenant? When they want to make, wanted to make blood covenant in those days, we all get representatives or substitutes. Family A will get someone to stand for them. Family B will get someone to stand for them. If you look at Genesis 15, God said, take some animals for me. In those days when you, when, when you made a blood covenant, they will split those animals by the spine and there will be a, a highway of blood. And those people making the covenant will walk through the highway of blood and begin to promise themselves some things. And, and they will begin to also curse and say, by the life of this animal, by the blood that it represents. So the word covenant means literally to cut where blood flows. You are saying, my life is into this thing. God said, I'm not there, but take for me some animals. And if you look at it later on in Genesis 15, he said, when darkness came and the horror of darkness came, there was a flaming torch that walked through those animals. God actually came down and walked through that sacrifice. Once Abraham realized there was a blood covenant, his faith was very strong. Abraham realized that God could not fail except God wanted to kill himself. Hebrews 6, 13 and 14, he said when he made a covenant with Abraham, because he could not swear by anybody, he swore by himself. God swore by himself. Child of God, my prayer for you this morning is that your faith will be very strong because God swore by himself. God swore by himself. God swore by himself that you are healed by the stripes of Jesus. God swore by himself that your going out and coming in is blessed. God swore by himself. Hallelujah. So the blood covenant is directly with Jesus in your behalf. He made it with Jesus and you're a beneficiary today. In case the devil is telling you, you're not going to get your healing this time. You're not going to get the mercy of God this time. You can say to the devil, you know what? It's not about me, it's about him. Luke 13, 16. Ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham that Satan has bound these 18 years be healed. I want to say to you this morning, you ought to be healed. I want to say to you this morning, you ought to be delivered because somebody, your substitute, took the pain. You know, the nation of Israel, when God told them about the Passover lamb, they had a deep understanding because they knew that there would be no nation of Israel if there was not a substitute for the life of Isaac. It was a ram that provided substitution. Your own substitution is not a ram. Your own substitution is God himself. I say your own substitution is God himself. Your own substitution is the blood of Jesus himself. And if God has sworn in blood to keep that word, that's why on the cross there was darkness for three hours and there was earthquake because God was cutting the covenant. Jesus and God were cutting a covenant. He has been sworn in blood to the Lord Jesus. He said when we are faithless, 2 Timothy 2.13, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. What God swore to Jesus is as good as swearing to himself because they are one. They are three in one. And because of that, Jesus has turned around and has sworn the same thing to you. And because he has sworn it to you, I say to you, you 
will end this 2022, you will enter 2023, a thousand may be falling by your side and 10,000 by your right hand. What God has sworn to Jesus Christ, he cannot deny himself. I want to say to you, child of God, your children will be at the top, not at the bottom. Every warfare against you and all that concerns you, by the gift of faith, I declare they are over in the name of Jesus. I declare that the blood of Jesus on the mercy seat in heaven is calling your name today. I declare every affliction terminated. I declare every war against your generation terminated because God swore to Jesus. He cannot deny Jesus and he cannot deny me. If you believe that, wave your hand and give him praise and glory in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Please let's sit for a bit. Glory to God. Are you here with me this morning? So that highway, that way of blood, they walked through it. They made promises. The, is it, the reason you've gone through some things and you are still here is not because you are better than other people. It's because of the blood covenant. Hallelujah. It's because of the blood covenant. I'm getting ahead of myself a bit, but I'll go there. Hmm. Listen, church. The blood covenant guarantees acceleration and compensation. My faith for you is that before the end of this year, money that they use rope to tie down, you know I'm saying one just like that. Money they use rope to tie down. We untie the rope in the name of Jesus. I say we untie the rope in the name of Jesus. We'll come to that a bit later. The blood covenant gives you positional authority and the power of attorney to use the name of Jesus. Ephesians 2, 4 to 6, 7. Ephesians 1, 19 to 23. And so many other scriptures. But listen to this. Ephesians 2, 4 says, But God who is rich, God is rich in judgment, is rich in what? In mercy. For his great love wherewith he loved us when we are dead in sins has what? Quickened us together with Christ by grace he has saved and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. God is rich in what? In mercy. From verse 19, what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ Jesus when he raised him from the dead far above principalities and powers and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world but in that which is come and has given him to be the head of all things to the church even his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Hallelujah. You see, your head and body don't bear different names, do they? You don't call your head John and call your, your body uh, Paul. Your head and body, they bear the same name. Hallelujah. And uh, that's why when people first marry, they have to sign their name. Sometimes they still be signing their maiden name because they are, they are practicing the signature. Sometimes they still will not rhyme. But I want to say that Jesus, you are the body of Christ this morning. One of the challenges we have is that we are trying to be delivered from what God has already delivered us from. 
I said, you are trying to be delivered from what he has delivered you from. Colossians 1 from verse 12, giving thanks unto the Father who has made us meet or able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who had delivered us from the kingdom of darkness and has done what? Translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. You left one kingdom for another kingdom. Hallelujah to Jesus. You see, if you live here, maybe you go to a country where they drive on the left side like UK or somewhere like that. You, you cannot go and drive on the right hand side. You are going to have a problem. Let's take a, a, an easier example. Remember I was talking about Ruth the other day? Ruth and Boaz. L let's bring it home. Imagine a, a girl in restoration. Let's call her Mary. Mary is working as a patrol attendant in one big filling station. Amen? And the supervisor used to give Mary difficult time. Mary, I feel like eating granite. Mary, I want to drink water. Mary, I want to drink kunuzaki. Mary, I want to drink uh, Sprite. Mary, he's always disturbing this girl. Go and buy this before she comes back. Stand up. Before she sit down, stand up. But one day, the young man that owned the place saw Mary and said, ah, God just told, showed me you are the one for me. Amen? And then they came to restoration and got married. On their way to the honeymoon, they stopped in their in their petrol station. Go. And the supervisor saw Mary and felt like taking Kununzaki. Felt like sending her for granite. Felt like just punishing her like he used to do. But when he saw the person next to her, instead of saying, me, me, he said, Madam. You see, that's exactly what happened to you when you came to Jesus. Because you became part of him. Every principality that troubled you, now, the supervisor has to come and be asking Mary, now, madam, uh, madam, uh, uh, any job for me this morning? He said, we were raised together with him. You have been raised together with Jesus. All those local demons, the one that killed your father, the one that is operating in your place, nobody can prosper, they cannot finish building a house, they cannot finish school, they die prematurely, you have already been lifted above them, you are now together with Jesus, far above principalities, far above powers, far above dominion, far above every name that is named, not only in this world but in that which is to come. Generational causes have no place in your life because you have a new bloodline, that's a new DNA in your body. I said there's a new DNA in your body. You will not die young. What kill other people will not kill you. I choose to believe the word of God. I choose to believe my spiritual DNA. I'm carrying the DNA of Jesus Christ on my inside. I will live long and strong in the earth. Businesses may fail, but I will not fail. People may fail on my right hand and my left hand, but I'm not going to fail. I declare you will not fail this morning. Is there a witness in the house of the Lord? Is there a believer in the house of of the Lord. Is there a shout of amen in the house of the Lord? You will live and not die. You will declare the word of the Lord. You will go out and come back. Your coming and going will be blessed. Is there a witness in the house of the Lord? Give him a shout. Give him a shout of praise. Positional authority. Sit for a bit. Uh, there was a guy who used to work with us many years ago. I've told the story everywhere. Some of you may remember him. This guy, when he comes to office in the morning, you see razor blade mark. And you see blood will read. Why they who is always cutting you in the night? So he was hearing a teaching like you are hearing now. The dominion in Christ. 
So he told his uh, sister and mother, go to the other room, go to the uh, bedroom, I will stay in the parlor. Say, I will have visitors. So the time they used to come at night, he started, something started trying to tear his body. Ah. He said, in the name of Jesus. He said, just relax. They came, in the name of Jesus. They didn't relax. Ah. Say, eh. So this name of Jesus is working. There are some people, the seven sons of Sceva, they tried to cast demon out of their mind. Say, Paul we know, but Jesus we know, but who are you? Child of God, if you are born again, you are a family member of God. You have the name of Jesus as our inheritance. Sooner, Jesus, God, Sooner, Jesus, Sooner, Jesus, Sooner, for those of you online, that means the name of Jesus is my inheritance. Hallelujah. You cannot use a name that you don't, it is not your own. Hmm? You cannot use a name that is not your own. Uh, Mrs. Oshinovavi, imagine another woman just stand up and say, Mrs. Oshinovavi, say, which one? Where are you from? Come, where you appear from? Mrs. Babs. You know, that's not your real name. We've been calling your husband Babs. I'm Uman Tansunanshi. What's his real name, I beg? Is he around today? Eh? Emmanuel Baba. We have just called him Babs. He himself likes it. I said, what is Babs? <laughs> is he in church? Another Mrs. Emmanuel Baba said, I am Mrs. He said, which one? Where, where did you drop from? This name is our name. You say, Bolata, I say, which one is your own? You start asking your father and family history. You need to know your family history small. Because some people appear, they say they are part of you. You say, where did you come from? Hallelujah to Jesus. This name is our inheritance. But say, in the name of Jesus, ah. then he said, okay. He just got an idea. Okay, he's walking back. I command you, start running around this room. He started hearing steps. Po, 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 po. Eh? Wow. Run faster. Po, 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 faster. Po, 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 po. When he got tired, he said, I command you to get out and never return. It's a true story. The next morning, the next morning, one mama came to the tap. She didn't even use one knee to kneel down. She used both knees. She said, why you use the name of Jesus in the spirit? You don't know what is happening. Those demons, they are, it's like a bicycle running into a trailer. <laughs> you cannot recover. Some things happen, some injuries happen in the spirit, which we don't see. Mama came and knelt down. This boy said, ah, mama, this is an anathema. You should not be doing this. He said, my son, sorry about yesterday. What happened yesterday? He said, it's me and my people. He said, hey, so you are the people that have been pressing me. That was the end of that story. I want to declare to you, you are seated. You are seated. You are seated. Far above. Far above. Far above. How far? Exactly where Jesus is seated. Far above. You are not the guy down here. You are the guy up there. 
I say, you are not the guy down here. You are the guy up there. So from up there, you are telling all those demonic things. You demon of fear. You demon of terror. You demon of sickness. You demon of violence. I bind you. You shut up. You are underneath my feet. And when you speak, Jesus speaks. When you speak, the Holy Spirit speaks. When you speak, the Father speaks. And they will obey you in the name of Jesus. Sit down for a bit. Glory to God. Are you still here, church? Are you still here, church? You have positional authority. Let me tell you one story. You have heard it before, but it's, it's true. Many years ago, that second work we planted, you know, young people, we had a big crusade in that town. People were saved. We saw God. Miracles. But then they had this uh, thing in that town. They would drive a live goat through the town. It would bleed to death like a sacrifice. I didn't know about it. And no lights. You mustn't put on electricity. But we were playing, you know, young people playing Christian music, enjoying ourselves. Then I started hearing, hey, hey. <laughs> you, know, when you don't know somebody's name. Now, hey, hey. I, I was on the first floor of where I was staying then. What is so? I opened the window. People that look like masqueraders, some just, some no wear clothes. So, what is this? Then I started listening and I realized that they were talking to me. You know, incantation, abracadabra, they were making those things. Some of it, even the sound, you know, there are certain Yoruba that you hear, the way the, the consonants and vowels and the guttural sounds will be colliding with themselves. Even if there's no power there, the, the sound of the voice alone, the hair on the back of your neck will be standing. The devil was speaking to me, say, Karambani Akuya. <laughs> you have, you have, you, you have, your gragras fetched you, landed you in trouble. I didn't even know what these guys were doing. Of course, fear will come to you at that kind of time. Fear comes to all of us. Fear of a thousand and one things. I mean, I found myself literally shaking, like the devil was telling me, hmm, these people, they will cook you today. And my knees were knocking. I was, there was no music, but I was, you know, that kind of, the knees were just dancing. I could only remember one verse in the Bible. You don't need more than one. Amen? No weapon. Formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against me in judgment I shall do what? For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And I began to quote it. He said, in, out of weakness, they became strong. I was quoting it in weakness, but in faith. You can have faith in your heart with fear in your head at the same time. My head was saying, you are finished. My heart was saying, he will never let me down. The word of God cannot fail. There's blood between me and you. Once there's the blood of Jesus between you and anything, you cannot cross the bloodline. I don't care who it is. You know, for a spirit to attack you, if you use the blood of animal, let's say chicken, the one that uses the blood of goat will chop the blood of chicken. You understand? If you use the blood of, of uh, goat, the one that uses the blood of cow will chop. <laughs> because the life is in the, they hire the life. The blood of human being may be stronger. But when God was going to redeem you, he used his own blood. 
and he took it to the mercy seat in heaven, in the holy place in heaven. So if anybody wants to touch you, you need to go up there in the presence of God and they cannot touch you. Anyway, long story short, I began to hear the sound of thunder and I began to see lightning. It wasn't raining season. It was not raining. I opened my window. Uh, God, what's going on here? And these guys began to run. Helter skelter. God loves this boy. God brought me out of that situation. The Oba came to me the next morning. The Oba of the town walked to a youth copper. He said, my son, we had, I'm trying to remember him verbatim. It's many years ago. We had of, we all had. The, he said, the town had of what happened yesterday. He was speaking to me, Yoruba. The town had what happened to you yesterday. My son, how did you do it? I have been dealing with these God's people for long. They are strong. I said, it's not me. It is Jesus. It is not you. It is Jesus. I put my faith in Jesus. My anchor to the my hope and firm he never let me but I put my faith in Jesus my anchor to the my hope and firm foundation he'll never the blood covenant opens the door to friendship, partnership, and intimacy with God. Say with me, the blood covenant opens the door to friendship, partnership, and intimacy with God. 2 Corinthians 13, 14, we say it when we close this service. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the koinonia is Greek. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And that word literally means friendship, partnership, and intimacy. When Jehoshaphat was praying about his enemies, he said, Are you not the one that gave us this land to your friend, Abraham? Child of God, once there's a blood covenant there's friendship, there's partnership, and there's intimacy. When Jesus was crucified, one of the significant things that happened was that the curtain of the Holy of Holies was torn from top to bottom. God said, I don't want to live in a building. I want to live in the hearts of men. Jesus said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. John G. Lake used to say, paraphrase, he would look at himself in the mirror and say, God lives in this man wearing this suit of clothes. Where is God's address this morning? Where is God's address this morning? Where is God living this morning? If we are looking for God, where do we look for him? So people are not pointing to themselves, they are looking around. Maybe you are not sure. If we are looking for God, where do we look for him? He's inside you. He's living inside you today. Hallelujah. That's why in Genesis 18, you can write it down from verse 22 to 33. Abraham was able to, to negotiate with God over Sodom and Gomorrah. Let me just read towards the end there. Verse 31. 
Genesis 18, 31. He said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord. Paradventure there shall be twenty found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for twenty's sake. And he said, Oh, let not the Lord be angry. I will speak yet but this once. Paradventure ten shall be found there. He said, I will not destroy it for ten's sake. And the Lord went his way. I believe if Abraham had gone to say, God, but he had calculated that the number of people in Lot's house should be enough. So when he got to 10, he stopped. If you had said, God, even if there are two persons there, I'm sure God will have said, it's okay. Amen. How many of you realize that you have, you have been invited as a friend of God? Somebody who lives in your house, you are going to start... You see, even your dog... Eh? You know, let me tell you this funny story. One time, I had these kids who used to come, you know, they used to come for internship here. Some of you remember pre-terrorism pre, pre times. We used to have a lot of kids coming out here, you know, Bible school kids from other places coming out here. One day, I don't know who gave us a goat. I don't know if it's Pastor Joel. Somebody gave us a goat, yeah. Maybe it was Pastor Joel that gave us a goat. Somebody gave us a goat. So these white kids, I think they tried to give the goat name. <laughs> you know, they go and sit by the goat and be, I said, no, 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 no. Don't, don't, if I, I don't want you to like this goat. Oh, they'll go and be rubbing. I said, no, no, don't like this goat. <laughs> Please don't like this goat. Oh. Don't like the goat. Leave this goat. You know, for them, the goat was a pet. But for us, Sit. Oh, we talk, talk. They refuse. So the day we were supposed to, is that goat came? <laughs> it was a bad day in our house. These children cried. Eh? I'm, t- I'm telling you, hey, <laughs> ha! They cried, and I can understand it. If you have a goat as a pet, please don't kill it. In fact. I saw a woman yesterday in one program they used to, I used to like watching. They do cooking. People will cook, you know. She guess came to her house. She had a pig as a pet. I said, Lord, deliver me from evil. <laughs> anyway, let me go back to my story. Ah, these children cried. They didn't touch. They didn't eat that, you know. And I don't blame them. What am I saying? They develop a friendship with this animal. And they don't want anybody to touch this animal. And anybody that touched that animal became their enemy. Even me, I had to redeem myself for touching that animal. I said, you this children, but I warn you, say, mm, how much more of you that Jesus gave his blood and died and paid the price, you will not die. That thing will not kill you. God loves you and gave his life. I say you are coming out in the name of Jesus. Yeah. 
Me, I like, I have a lot of dogs. Eh? I like dogs as pets. So one day, one of my dogs was sick. Somebody say, some people should come and carry the dog. I said, just inject the dog, let the dog sleep. Because if you beat that dog, you are beating me. I said, if you beat that dog, you are beating me. That's just a pet. You, you are a friend of God. You know, a friend can come to you at any time. You remember that story in the Bible? The man who had some guests that were late, they, came, they didn't come, and the friend was already in bed and came and knocked the door. If another person knocked the door, you will not open. The importunity of faith, the confidence that Igwe, it is 1 a.m. You're already in bed with your family. And you can see my phone. I call you. You will pick that phone. Or your neighbor, your friend, that you people used to go and play football together, comes and say, Pastor, I'm here. You say, ah, please, what is happening? But somebody that does, you are not even in his friend, if he calls, you say, hmm, maybe the guy is planning against me. <laughs> Let me not come and open my door at this late hour. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is, this is Nigeria. But when you are a friend of God, you are not just a friend, you are a son of God. You are the body of Christ member in particular. You know, your son can become your friend. Your daughter can become your friend. It's another level. Your son that you give birth to can become your friend. You say, hey, you say, hey, see, I want to do this thing. I want to do this thing. What do you think I should do? How many of you parents have done that before? I've done that many times with my children. Like, hey, there's even this thing I'll just go, there's even this thing I'm thinking about. Too. At that point, they can say anything they want to say to me. Because that it is a bad idea. <laughs> it's not me that asked them. Did they force themselves on me? It's not me that open my mouth and I ask the children. I said, Daddy, we think this king can wait. Or you can say, Daddy, well, anyway, this is what I think, but you can do what you want to do. You are the one that asks them. They have become your friend. God has brought us to another level of relationship. We are not just sons. We can come in boldly. When you are the governor of a state or the president of a country, all your subordinates can be waiting at the gates, at the gate of the house, at the gate of... Your son will come because he has two relationships with you. You are the president, but you are his father. So the boy will just come, especially if they are young, like two years old. They don't know anything. No. Two-year-old children, even you parents that have small, small children, if you lock your door, if you, if you, your door, if a 14-year-old come and open your door and say, what's wrong with you, Junior? Can't you knock? But that two-year-old, Say, Dad, Daddy, <laughs> he will just climb the bed and put his shoe on the bed. You will say, ah, this boy, he will be rolling, he will be rolling. What can you do? You just say, be rolling. What can I do? You are my son. That child sometimes, he can even say, Daddy, mm-mm. let a 14-year-old do that. You will beat him. But that boy can do like this. God, I want to get the picture. God is calling us to friendship and intimacy. He's not trying to kill you. If he's going to number transgression, who will stand? He will have killed everybody. You are a friend of God this morning. That blood covenant. God said, can I hide this thing? Let me tell you, over Nigeria, I think I will skip to the last point. Over Nigeria, God will not do anything without telling us. So go and rest your mind. 
anybody who has an agenda to stand against the cause of Christ, he will do it over his own dead body. I said so. And since I didn't call your name, there's no case. But if that is your agenda, mark the word of the Lord, you will do it over your dead body. He said, I will build my church and the gates of hell Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. He said, I will not do anything without telling my friends. He said, The secrets of the Lord are with them that fear him. He will tell us. And we know what is coming. It will work out for good. It will end in praise. I said, It will end in praise. Let's throw in one more thing. Okay. The anointing of joy. Let's do Dafaduka at this point. The anointing of joy brings the future into the present. The anointing of joy brings what? The future into the present. First Peter 1, 18 and 19. Benefits of the blood of the everlasting covenant. Talking about Jesus, Peter writes, Whom having not seen, ye love. In whom though now you see him not, we don't see Jesus, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. James 1, 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Philippians 4, 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Psalm 119162. I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth great spoil. Psalm 119162. Hallelujah to Jesus. Joy, the anointing of joy brings the future into the present. Paul, in the book of Philippians, four chapters, he mentioned rejoice 16 times in four chapters. Let's check his history. He must know what he's talking about. He was in jail in Philippi. And while his bags were, his bag, their bags were bleeding and things were not okay, in that jail, he began to rejoice. Psalm 12, 3 said, with joy you draw water out of the well of salvation. You may not have a, you may have a bucket, but if you don't have a rope, that bucket, that guga is not going to work for you. You need a rope to let it down. Joy is the rope that lets your, bu your bucket down. He said, with joy. I was in a church in Lagos, was it December last year? Either December, I think first week of December. I'll probably share that testimony with you here. And as I was speaking, many of you need to learn to respond to the prophetic when it comes. That means the prophetic is like under the preaching anointing, God may say something that hits home with you. You need to receive it. Because there's a gift of faith usually that goes with that. Anyway, I was preaching in that church and I said something like, I hope I can remember the exact word. I said something like, the baby will be born and the baby will be okay. Something like that. And the pastor was sitting in front. I was standing like this. You know, I moved from the altar when I said it. He pointed to the saxophonist. And just kept doing like this. Saxophonists ran forward and started rejoicing. Probably shared this in this church. 
Say rejoicing, say rejoicing. I really didn't know, but God said it. I didn't know where it was. I the wife was not in church because she was pregnant. I'm trying to remember the months now, but anyway, get the gist of it. She was pregnant and she was bleeding, so she didn't come to church. On January 16th, which is my birthday, she went into premature labor. We were in church. I just noticed that that pastor from Lagos, he kept sending me messages. You know him, if I call his name, you know him. He kept sending me messages. Pastor Tina and I went out somewhere that evening, and I just said to her, people should let me rest now. I will call this pastor later. Inside church, he's calling me. Then he sent me a long WhatsApp message. What I've told you now. He said, well, it was that same day, actually. That same day. Day two, I think they were in church. Maybe they were also fasting. He said, they called his wife out of church. His wife went with them. They went to this brother's house, that saxophonist's house. The wife had gone into premature labor. They went to the first hospital. The money was too much. They went to the second hospital uh, where they brought out the, the, the child was born, but the child was dead. Backtrack the story. I think it was, was the first week of December I was in that church, December 2nd or so. The man danced ahead of his miracle. He rejoiced ahead of the manifestation. Anybody can rejoice when the wall of Jericho falls. When they say, you are promoted, though. Your visa has arrived. Anybody can dance then. But it takes faith to rejoice when the road is blocked. It takes faith. That's why Paul, 16 times in the book of Philippians, he said rejoice. He practices in Philippi. Count it all joy, James' testimony. Count it all joy when you fall. When, you see, C.S. Lewis is the one that said, joy is the serious business of heaven. He said, out of the mouth of babes and suckling as he ordained praise that he may steal the avenger. What I'm telling you, I practice. I live this way myself. There are certain mountains in front of you. But you see, if you see God now, you say, God, ha, we have problem in Nigeria. Oh, there's banditry and kidnapping. God will say, ha, 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 ha. He said, he that sits in the heaven shall laugh. Oh, financial need. Ha, 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 ha. Why? Because on the cross, he finished that business. He's laughing because, oh, I don't know what is going to happen to me. Child of God, Joseph went to bed a prisoner. By the, the, the following night, he was a prime minister. God the, the anointing of joy will break yoke upon your life. The anointing of joy will break yoke upon your life. Second Chronicles 20 from verse 20. As they began to sing, the Lord did what? He sent ambushments. What you are going to do this morning. Anyway, let me finish that story. That, that baby suddenly jacked and came back to life. That's why the pastor was calling me. That baby suddenly did what? It jacked and came back to life. When you are worshipping God and you are rejoicing and you are shouting, God is using your praise to fight your battle. Praise is a weapon. Praise is a weapon. It causes the sacrifice. It is a weapon. Sometimes I will list the problem in my mind. 
I say, God, I'm giving you praise for this one. I'll be dancing by myself. If you see me say, oh God, wait till I say, don't worry. It is, it, I'm not dancing for you. I'm hearing another music up there. Hallelujah, Daddy. I thank you for this. And I'll be doing that. I'll be doing that. I will dance. I will dance. I will dance. Some of you, you're always looking at who is looking at you. Nobody's looking at you. Lock your door in your room. Dance, 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 dance. When I finish, like, I'll dance, dance. Sister, I say, why are you dancing? I say, because this problem is already solved. It's not, you, this, thing, this problem, God finished it thousands of years ago, so I'm rejoicing, I'm rejoicing. I'm, who am I doing it to? I'm sending my sacrifice. If you can send enough vapor up, rain will come down. But most of us won't do that. Hey, them say, hey. God is not a them say God. He inhabits the praises of his people. When I finish dancing that one, I will go to the next one. I will dance some, dance some. I will quote scripture. I will dance. I will quote. Is it not my house? Is it not my leg? Is it not my carpet? <laughs> when I finish, I will go up and come down. <laughs> when I dance for that one, I say, oh God, this other one too, I want to praise you. So if you see me, say, what are you praising? Has the answer come? Now that young man used to give his testimony in this church who was gone for four and a half years. When I went to that church where I gave the mother that prophetic word, before they saw the boy, the mother went to her church to do thanksgiving. I believe that's one of the forces that released that boy. This morning, if you are wise, you will identify the stubborn problem and you will shout your hallelujah to God for victory. See, see, see as you never know how God will solve your problem. You never, uh, the fact that I'm walking by faith does not mean I know how God will solve the problem. God has a thousand and one ways to deal with any problem in your life. So I'm going to give him his food this morning. His food is a shout of praise. Can we rise this morning? If you don't have anything to praise him for me, I have. There are, you see, I'm not talking about praising him for what he has done, no. The one you are expecting zero in your mind and attack the thing the weapons of praise praise is a weapon are we ready to go this morning i say are we ready to go this morning now lift your hand and you know what you are standing for those of you who had this earlier you are doubling your praise <laughs> some of you will come back very soon and be telling me i say you will come back very soon and be telling me can you begin to lift it up before the lord father this situation I'm giving you praise for it. I'm beginning to say hallelujah. Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles, Facebook and Instagram at Restoration Ministries International, Twitter and Mixilar at RBCM Online, and our website is www.rbcmonline.org You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5.30pm and on Sunday by 7am and 8.30am respectively at Restoration International Conference Center RICC Romanew Extension Kaduna South God bless you